Hello everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Merry Christmas. We're celebrating Christmas on this worship service. I am Reverend Dr. Lydia Waters. I'm Senior Pastor of Pacoima First United Methodist Church in Pacoima, California. And just we are just elated that you have joined us for this Christmas worship service. And we are going now to begin our service today with caroling and praise unto God. I'm going to invite our Minister of Music, Sister Hope Carr, and her husband, Brother Darnell Carr, accompanies to sing praises to the Lord, our God. Because... Remember, when praises go up, blessings come down. to the Bible in any form you have available to you. And we're going to go to the Old Testament today as we preach about the birth of Jesus Christ and Christmas. And so let's go to Zephaniah, back of the Old Testament, Zephaniah. And so I'm going to give you a minute to find that. Zephaniah chapter 3 verses 14 through 20. Zephaniah chapter 3 verses 14 through 20. 
and listen now, listen to the word of the Lord. Sing aloud, O daughter Zion, shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all of your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He's turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. And on that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst. A warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness and he will renew you in his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing as on a day of festival. I will remove disaster from you so that you will not bear reproach for it. I'll deal with all your oppressors at that time and I will save the lame and gather the outcast and I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. And at that time, I'll bring you home at the time when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your eyes. Thus says the Lord. The word of God for the people of God. Oh, thanks be to God. And now, my beloved, won't you pray with and for me? Oh, Almighty God, as I come, symbolically knee-bowed and body-bent before thy throne of grace, I come boldly asking that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. Oh, Lord, fix me, Jesus. Cleanse me, Lord. Give me a clean heart so I may serve thee. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen. Our sermon topic for today is we all have something to shout about. We all have something to shout about. And if you don't, I'm going to give you something to shout about. Well, in the 14th verse of the third chapter of Zephaniah, we find the people of God being told to sing aloud and shout and rejoice. The word instructs them to rejoice with all of their heart. What, what, what would have to happen for God to tell you to sing loud, shout, and rejoice? Oh, glory to God. Well... The people of Israel were told to be in a state of rejoicing. And the question for us today at a time like this is why? Well, beloved, whenever you realize something that you thought would never happen, but it does. Whenever you, whenever you see something good happening that you did not even expect, listen, whenever you just hear something, that really grabs your heart. Whenever, whenever, whenever someone does a marvelous, marvelous thing for you, you can't beat 
still and quiet, you will make a human response. Oh, you might shout. And you might holler. You might jump up. You might yell, grace God Almighty. You might, you might cry. But you can't be silent and still if you hear that your child just received full scholarship to that big expensive university that they wanted to go to. Mm -mm. You can't be quiet if you find out that that you know that you have won the publisher's clearinghouse $5,000 per week for the rest of your life. Oh, you're not just going to stand there. You you can't you can't be cool if you get that job that you've always wanted and your salary your salary triples. Oh my goodness. You can't be aloof. Listen, if the man of your dreams, I said the man of your dreams, finally says that he loves you and wants you to be his wife. Oh. You just can't be cold. You can't be cold when your child is, is lying on their deathbed and suddenly a miracle from God happens. Oh, because, because there just are things in life, you understand, that move you and move me to expression. If you're alive, they even move us to move. And so, in our lesson, the people, people of Israel were told to rejoice, rejoice, because the God of the universe, the God of the universe who has all power, knows everything and is everywhere present, the creator of the world has decided to forgive their past sins and come and live among them. He didn't have to do it, but he did. Verse 14 through 16, this is what it says. It says, sing aloud, O daughter Zion, shout, O Israel, rejoice and exalt with all of your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He, oh my God, he's, he's turned away your enemies. This is the king of Israel, the Lord. He is in your midst. You shall fear. You shall fear disaster no more. Wow. Can somebody just say, wow. Child of God, child of God, the reason that we celebrate Christmas, the reason that we celebrate the birth of Jesus is that God has witnessed our failures. God has changed his mind about striking us with his hand of justice. Oh, yeah. You see, the, the country of Israel had done all the things that God had told them not to do. Mm, mm, mm. Can you believe that? 
Have you ever seen people like that? They, 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 they had not loved God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. They had not loved their neighbor as they loved themselves. Oh, my God. These people, these people were really, really acting up. They, they had not refrained from killing Oh, God, they had not honored their parents. Oh, no. They had been thieves and fornicators. They had disobeyed God and, and gone their own way and did whatever they wanted to do, especially if it felt good. <laughs> oh, these people, they were doing things their way. And there, there is more. Oh, yeah, there's more. They went to church when they felt like it. They didn't take care of their families. They slept around. Oh, yeah. They talked about people and each other all the time. They were gossipers and liars. They were even lazy. Oh, yeah, they followed other small G gods. Oh, yeah, they did. They didn't believe enough to, to be faithful. They lied, stole, cheated. <laughs> they ignored the poor. Oh, yeah. They even laughed at the church. <laughs> they, they rolled their eyes at the saints. Yeah, they did. They walked, walked away from what was the right thing. They ran after gold and silver, and they forgot the God of their ancestors. They even made promises to God that they did not keep. They, they were just hanging out, doing things that they wanted to do. They made time for everything and for everybody except God. Can you believe that? Tell the truth. Can you believe that? Look at the condition we're living in today. Can you believe that? <laughs> None of that. Well, God was watching Israel. He was watching them fail time and time again and again. And, and at one point, God had decided to severely punish Israel. Yes, he had. He, he was going to put a stop to all this cray-cray, all this wickedness. And he was going to destroy them as a people. Because God can do that. He was going to divorce himself from his sinful children. Oh, but, 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 but something happened. Something happened. Something happened that made God change his mind. Praise God's holy name. God changed his mind and he decided not to bring his justice down. They were his wayward children. 
but he changed his mind. Whenever we hear that God does not do to us what ought to be done to us, we can say, praise be to God. You, you and I, are we familiar with judges these days? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Judges. You know, persons who have the power to make life and death decisions about the circumstances of your life and my life. Oh, yeah, judges. Judges. You know, a judge is given the power, the power to make or break you. A judge is given the, the whole power to, to put you or me in prison or to let us go. A judge. A judge has authority over the consequences of your situation. A judge, a judge has the final, the final word. Mm-hmm. Well, God is our judge. Don't forget that. God is our judge. And our sentence for where we go from here is in God's hands. However, can you say, however, in our lesson today, the the people were told to rejoice, rejoice because God, the judge, had a change of mind. Can I hear you say glory? Glory, glory. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Listen, if the IRS called you and told you that all of your back taxes were forgiven, if Visa, MasterCard, Exxon, HSN, QVC, American Express, ooh, MasterCard, If all of them called you and told you that somebody had paid off all your cards, what if, what if, (laughs) what if your FICA score, you know, your your credit record was uh, just completely erased? Mm. But then it was replaced with a perfect score. That man, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. What if that man that dogged you? What if that one, that one? What if he found out that he left you a million dollars in his will, and then to add on to the good part, he was dead? I'm just saying, what if? What if your boss told you uh, that you were worth the time and the money that they were paying and, and that, that you were worth more than what you were getting and then decided that you would receive a raise and back pay for 20 years of work? My God, what, what, what if, what if every black family in America received of the 40 acres and, okay, back then it said a mule, but we changing that part. Received the 40 acres and a Bentley that the U.S. government promised us with reparations totaling $10 million a family. My good God, don't think it can happen. What if every one of your children and grandchildren was safe, employed, happy, strong, 
secure and in love with the Lord, dear God. Just loved. I know that you shout. You shout about any of those things. You shout about it. Well, the children of Israel, they were told that God was going to forgive their sins. They were told that God was going to forgive their sins and not stand in judgment of their wicked ways, their past mistakes. And that God was turning away anybody who had become their enemy. Well, well. It says in verse 15a, it says, The Lord has taken away, he's taken away the judgments against you. He's turned away your enemies. Oh, glory to God. Can you believe the word of God? Beloved, beloved, listen to me this morning. Listen, all of us, all, every one of us, all of us have done some things that we should not have done. We've done some things that we ought to be ashamed of. Oh yeah, we have. If the truth be told, it's the truth. Because we, we human. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All. We've made some mistakes. We've, we've made some wrong decisions. You know, we've taken the wrong turn. Nobody says, when I grow up, I want to be addicted to drugs and living on the street. Nobody says that when I grow up. Taking the wrong turns. We have overstepped our bounds. Don't you know, if God did not show us mercy and grace, we'd not be here today. No, we wouldn't be here today. We'd be in a world of trouble. We would be in jail or dead. Can I hear somebody say amen? Just say amen. But this is what God did. I'm talking about God. God watched his children and then he began to think. He began to think God thought. You know what? <laughs> they, they just cannot get this right. They can't get it right. The more I tell them what to do, the more they do something opposite. They can't get it right. Well, I don't know what. The more I remind them, the more they forget. And the God, talk about God now, of the universe, the creator of all things good, he thought, he thought this. You know what? God said, before I destroy them, I want to go down among them myself. I'm going to go down myself and show them a way out. What an awesome God we serve. He didn't have to do it, but he did. And so listen, the realization that God would be in their midst, the realization that God would be in their midst gave the children of Israel something to shout about. Something to shout about. He would no longer be a distant God. He would no longer be a God that's just way up in the heavens, far from their reach. Oh, he was not going to just sit high 
God had made up his mind to forgive the sins of the people and come to earth and live in their midst. That's what Christmas is about. Verse 15b to 18 says, The King of Israel, the, the Lord, is in your midst. So you shall fear disaster no more. On that day, it shall be said, it shall be said to Jerusalem, Jerusalem, do not fear, oh Zion, oh Zion, do not let your hands grow weak. Because the Lord, your God, is in your midst. A warrior who gives victory and he will rejoice over you. He will rejoice over me with gladness. Oh, he's going to renew you in his love. He will exalt over you. Oh, child of God, he's going to exalt over you with loud singing as on the day of a festival. Somebody needs to say amen. That's what God is doing at Christmas. Oh, child of God, let me tell you, when you really realize, when you just realize, I need to talk to somebody who doesn't realize, truly realize that Jesus was born into the world to be God in our midst. If we just realize that, we shout. God is with us. He's going through what we go through. He's right by our side. God, I'm talking about God. He's in our home. God, God, he goes shopping with you. He rides in the car with you. He sees everything that you do. God knows your name. He remembers to wake you up. He remembers to heal your body. He remembers to, to send you surprise after surprise after surprise. He knows what you like. God, listen closely now. Listen closely. Beloved, when we realize, realize that the God of the whole universe came down from heaven. He came down from heaven in the form of his own self's son. Can't nobody do that but God. And he walked the dusty street. He ate with sinners. Yes, he did. He protected women and children, and he still does today. He fought the scribes and the Pharisees that we find in our churches. He, he stood up for his father and his mother, and, and he was obedient until death to his father. Oh, my goodness. When, when we fall in love with this Jesus, Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever done. When we when we hold hands with, with this Jesus, when we when we tell him all of our secrets, because he's real. When we call his name in the midnight hour, say Jesus, help me. When we feel his presence, I'm talking about Jesus, when we know his strength, when we are just aware of his power. And we realize 
kill yourself you better realize just how much Jesus loves us when we know that our past is wiped out of God's memory because of Jesus oh yes when we realize realize that we have another chance it is then hear me then it was then it's then that we will not fear. It's then that we will have something to really, really, I said, really, really shout about. Ain't no need of going in these churches when folk act like they are not even alive. Oh, somebody need to say hallelujah, hallelujah. You know what our lesson today just instructs us, beloved, to sing aloud and shout when we realize all that God is getting ready to do for you and for me during this week up to Christmas Day. Remember, beloved, this Christmas week. Remember this, this Christmas week during the strange time that we find ourselves in, this season of sickness and death. Remember this week that nobody will forgive you like Jesus will. Nobody will forget your past like Jesus will. <laughs> nobody will clean you up like Jesus will. Nobody will wipe away faults and your failures like Jesus will. He is coming. He's coming to do it. Right now, Jesus is coming again this Christmas, remember, to wipe our slate clean, my beloved. Oh, my beloved, listen to me. I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about Jesus. Jesus knows what you said and what you did and where you went and who you did it with. He knows. Jesus knows what you're hiding. Jesus knows where you're staying, what you're thinking, and where you plan to go and what you plan to do. Jesus knows who you've hurt and how you hurt them. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Jesus saw you. Jesus saw you. Jesus saw me. And yet, this upcoming Christmas Day, he wants to take away the judgments against you and me. I'm talking about what's coming up this Christmas Day. No greater love, no greater love can we know than the love of God expressed in his own self seen. And beloved, child of God, I, I cannot speak for you. But every pastor ought to express a testimony. Often. I can't I can't speak for you, but but in my life, in my life, I have some things to be sorry for. Oh I'm a I, I'm a good and decent person. I have always been. Still, I've done some things I wished I had not done. 
I said some things I wish I had not said. Thought some thoughts I wish I had never entered my mind. You know what? A lot of the time, the things that I did and regret were not things I knew were wrong when I did them. And it was after, after a while that I realized the seriousness of my actions. Oh, many times they were innocent. I, I don't, I didn't know at the time what the long run ramifications would be. I, I, I just didn't know sometimes. I just didn't know. And yet, some people were hurt. Sometimes, some time was wasted. Some money was lost. Oh, I know and I recognize the dark times in my own life. That's what a child of God will do. I don't really have time to talk about you. I'm so busy fixing Myself for Jesus. You see, I, I recognize so that I will not do them again and again. I recognize because I want to change for the better. I think it's a sin when people say, I am who I am. I was born like this. I was like this. I'm going to stay like this till I die. God have mercy on you if you don't grow and change. I want my life to be pleasing unto God. And that takes work. And I can't fix anybody better than I can fix myself. I'm working on myself because I want to please God. Don't you? Don't you? I know you do. My beloved. I'm going to ask you this question on this Sunday that we celebrate the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Boo, what have you done that you need to let God have this week? What, what do you need to release? Listen, God is taking away his judgments. He's raining down his mercy and his grace today. You Mercy is. Mercy is when we are set free, when we should have been sinners to death. Mercy is, is when we were wrong as wrong could be, and God did not strike us down. Mercy is when we should have been done in, and God released us. And grace, do you know what grace is? Grace is God doing things for us that we do not even deserve. Grace is when God loves us and we are ignoring him. Grace is God doing for us what he does not have to do. Because God doesn't have to do anything. He's God. But his grace and his mercy are available to you and to me. This Christmas season, don't let this season of don't let 
this season when God has made us sit down. He's allowed us to sit down. He might not have caused it, but he's allowed it and he's going to use it because all things are working together for good. And the good in this is that we reevaluate ourselves. Beloved, this word is for everybody. All the fornicators, the gossipers, the backsliders, the liars, the loose women, the womanizing men, are the disobedient children. All the player haters and the criticizers and the thieves and the hustlers and the gangsters and the backbiters, the holier than those. Sometimes that's the worst. All the stubborn, disobedient souls. Even those addicted to drugs and sex and parties. All. All who have done things that we ought to be ashamed of doing. This season, this time is for us. Because I have the good news of Jesus Christ today. The Lord says, if you give your life to him, you better join the church today. It's insurance, I'm telling you. Better safe than sorry, my daddy would say. If you come just as you are, the Lord says that he will change your shame into praise and, and bring you home to him. God says in the scripture lesson today that he will restore your fortunes right before your eyes. Oh, yes, he will. God. Is an awesome God. He's full of grace and, and mercy. Come today. Celebrate that he's living among us. That's what the church is. The church is a reminder that God has a home in the midst of our houses. Wouldn't you feel bad if your children never came to your house to visit you? You need to join the church. You know that song. You know that song. One of my favorites is Amazing Grace. It's always been my song of praise. I'm not crazy. I know. It was grace that bought my liberty. Oh, I do not know just why he, the Lord, came to love me so. But I know him. And he looked beyond. Please know this. Jesus came to live among us, to understand us, to be tempted like us, to be hurt like us, to save us from our sins. Jesus came to free us and to release us, to give us new life, to help us, to heal us, to cleanse us, and to give us another chance. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Jesus is the reason for the season. Christmas is about one more chance. One more chance. One more chance. I just thank God just for one more chance. One more chance. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. One more chance. Don't let this time pass you by to become all that God will
and hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Well, child of God, I just pray that this word from the Lord has blessed you. And so I open the doors of the church and I, I invite you to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. There are forms on our website that you can fill out and we will contact you and talk about and receive you into the church of Jesus Christ. Make that happen during this season. Make that happen. And so I hope that after you go on our website, you will also See the opportunity we give you to give, and you will do that. The website is P-A-C-F-I-R-S-T-C-H-U-R-C-H, packfirstchurch at gmail.com. And I do hope, I do hope that you will, you'll say amen to this, to this video by pressing the thumbs up button. We're doing everything in a new way now. It doesn't mean it's a, it's a new way, that it's a bad way. It's a new way and a good way. I want you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember now, spread the word of God by sharing this very video. And now, beloved, and now may the love of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, Rest and abide with you always as we prepare our hearts and our minds and our souls to 